Cool. All right. Well, here we go. Hello. Duck and cover. Duck and cover. Duck. Do you know that uh, tune? Yeah. Duck oh. and cover. No. It's like from the little PSA that they reference in the episode. Anyway, hi guys. Welcome to Winging at the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea. And today, uh, in lieu of Sally, I've brought back our friend, Sarah Johnson. Hello. I'm back. Yes, and we are going to. I'm yelling at you. Yes, we are going to talk about the very West Wing. Excited that I'm back. I am very excited, and that we're not currently in nuclear war. Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> so right. But I mean, excited to be alive. I know. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, we are in the middle of season seven. I'm not going to jump ahead to the cold, which is the next episode. Oh, but this episode is great in its own right. We do have to sing to kick us off. Yes, we do. <clears throat> We'll just do the whole song. Just, yeah, I can do the baritone version. The bass. We should right. form a West Wing choir. West Wing uh, vocal group. I feel like that would be a good move for any guy who tried to date either of us. Yeah. It, like kind of like a say anything <laughs> move. Like, if yes. they were to stand outside either of our houses or just in the street and they held up a speaker and Playing they just the played Wing the West Wing. Oh, are you kidding me? That would yeah. be Game over. Game right over, guys. We'll, we'll send you the address. Um, all right. So let's do a quick TikTok of what happens in this episode. Yes. Well. <laughs> it's explosive. It's <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, too soon? Oh. Too soon. So there's a nuclear reactor in San Andreo. Mm-hmm. San Andreas. San Andreo. Yeah, sure. Yep. Different than San Andreas? San Andreas. Is it San Andreas? <laughs> wow. Geogra- it's in. a geography lesson it's today. Okay. Oh, it's San Andreo. And yeah. there is a power plant that is about to explode. Which is a great thing to find out uh, at any point, really, but especially yeah. the way they did. Oh, my. So we've got a couple of issues at play. One... People are, they want to control the information so people don't freak out right. and cause mass hysteria. Mm-hmm. They also need to have people evacuate the area, which is, this is so say, timely. It, uh, uh, it's always timely. This, this show's always timely with what we're dealing with right now with the hurricane. Hurricane Irma and yeah. Harvey and all that. It was a really, uh, very literal episode to watch right now. Good, good yeah. gracious. And then, so we've got... The two campaigns trying to deal with how to respond mm-hmm. to it because, as it turns out, plot Vinick twist. plot twist, Vinick was the one who helped the plant get open and is the senator of California. California. So we've got all sorts of things in play. There is a little bit of the Kazakhstan, uh, China, yes, thing going on, which was in the very background. prominent in the previous episode, and this kind of got a little bit more dimmed. Which is fine of, with yeah. me, because yeah. there's too much of that going on, in, in my opinion. Um, so, what did you think about the episode in general? How did it fare? Well, the first time, I, I remember the first time ever watching this episode, I was, I think there was something timely about it the, that time I watched it, too. I don't know what, I don't remember what it was, but it really stuck with me because I was terrified. Of For some reason. Nuclear this, power? Yeah, or just the thought that that's possible, and it is. Like, that's totally possible. So how did you get over it? Because um, we're still in the same world. I know. Did you learn to duck and I did, cover? I didn't get over it. I just forgot that I watched that episode. And then Andrea said, hey, would you like to come record a podcast? <laughs> come watch that episode. Um, no, I, I think it was a, really, a good episode. It was strong. Um, 
I mean, it wasn't one of the more in-depth that didn't really dig into anything plot-wise to carry anything forward. That Oh, I guess it did the tail end with Vinick. Um, they, yeah. There's some foreshadowing potentially. Yeah, big implications for the campaign. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't have higher stakes than a nuclear no, reactor. No, you can't. So at least we, like, were super invested we in were. it. You were and, in the whole episode. And yeah. it kept getting worse. You're like, oh, oh yeah. we might have, this thing might fix it. Oh, no, yeah. the pipes are going to burst. And, and I mean, there's gas flooding in. Oh, so yeah. at every turn, it was like, oh, here's and more juggling chaos. juggling the not wanting, obviously needing to tell the people that live there. Yeah, you that, should leave. Oh, hey, guess what? Uh, you need to go without freaking everyone out to the extreme. Um, yeah, there's a lot of balancing going on. Yes, and then so Josh, they realized that Vinick was the one who put the like got the plant open, right? And it would be great if they could be like, hey, right. is this the person that you want running the country? And these are the types right. of decisions, and this is what he thinks about nuclear power, right? But then they would be blamed for playing politics exactly. with the. The mushroom cloud, they right, said. Right, And there was so much uh, going back and forth with Vinick's uh, debate, or back during the debate when he was so pro, um, so pro the plant and so pro the nuclear power source. And honestly, I mean, it wasn't surprising. That's how Santos has always run his campaign. You just said it like Leo. I know, I did. Sa- I did. Santos. As soon as I said it, I was like, oh my gosh, Leo. Santos, Santos. Um, you know who else is in this episode? J.K. Simmons. Oh my gosh, yes! Yes! And it, it just reminded There's me... There's a few different people that popped up that I sort of had forgotten about were in this part of the series. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and it's funny because J.K. Simmons plays the dad in Juno yes, it does. with Alice and Janney. Yes, he plays oh, the mom. there it is. See? Yeah. Full circle. And it, it's just so funny because to me, I think that was the first thing I saw him in. I know he's been in a lot of things, mm-hmm. but to me, he's this comedic actor. Right. I mean, whereas... If you watch Whiplash, it's right. very different. But in, in in the West Wing, it's just not a trace of humor in anything. No, and he I had won't to lie, it took me a moment to like recalibrate my brain to mm-hmm. to think he's not going to make a very dry, sarcastic comment in the sit room. Because I was ready for it. I was too. There wasn't a lot of a uh, wit in this one. There was some some very small moments. Yeah, just kind of a but, little bit baked in. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, no slapstick no. Uh, uh, office wars to be had no. in this episode. Also, I'm trying to pinpoint, like, when they switched the way that they shot the show. Where I feel like maybe... I noticed it in this the, episode, It's very, sure. like, yeah. shaky cam. Not quite, like, Blair Almost Witch, but... docu-style-ish. Yes. Yeah, like, and when did that... When did that change? Happen? Yeah, I don't know, but I definitely noticed it in this episode. Whereas in, like, the first couple of episodes of season one, it's, like, a swooping, Cinematic. smooth, yeah. like... And, but this is the style. Yeah. I think that's just kind of where TV... Was, was headed. Was headed yeah. and still is. Sometimes you just need, like, a barf bag after watching oh, some gosh, of these yeah, shows. High definition yeah. on top of it. Yeah. They want to put you right in the action. Yeah. But I love that they didn't... Uh, they stayed true to, like, the West Wing form where we didn't see... The nuclear reactor. We didn't see the people going into right. it to try right. to like right. dramatize it. We didn't need to see no. any of it. No, I always have appreciated that style about the show um, because to me, my imagination is better than it's a good one. watching it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like with horror movies or something, don't show me the thing I'm supposed to be scared of. Let yeah. my brain make it up. Yeah. The second it's you very, show me it, it's, very, it's no longer. It's very Hitchcock. Yeah. And so I did appreciate that they they handled it that way, and that they even when they went and did the 
press conference at the site when they went to California, they still didn't showcase it. Mm-hmm. And so you you had to use your imagination. I appreciated that. Oh, so many so many high stakes. It was kind of like Armageddon because they yeah. had to send in those two. Oh, yeah, those two, those two guys. Scientists. I mean, can you imagine having to make – or engineers, yeah. Engineers, Can yeah. you imagine having to make that decision as anyone, let alone the president? No. Just – to, to have two – how do you even choose the people to go in to do it? I don't know. And and that's, like, the question that Bart la- asked them. Yeah. Like, is there not a military, right like, group that does right. this? And there wasn't. So that was really – It was intense. I was, sure. I was I was ready for a Diane Warren, like, oh, ballad gosh, yeah. to be in the background. <laughs> Animal crackers. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, also, I just loved President Bartlett in this episode, which could be said for every pretty episode. much every episode he's in. But just yeah. how presidential. He's I think I've just been watching a lot of CNN lately. Mm-hmm. And so I'm feeling a deficit in the reassuring, well-spoken – yeah, president, leader, president. It just honestly, I really felt comforted. I did. Too. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Watching this episode, as intense and dramatic as it was, still gave me a sense of comfort that I have not felt in all nine year. months. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the pre- the presence of of a personality that seemed to care about things the way they created Bartlett uh, to care about things was very comforting. So. Thanks, guys. Thanks for for the forty two minute uh, break Reprieve. from yeah. reality. Exactly. <laughs> um, we had a lot of Bruno in this episode, mm-hmm. and so on the campaign side, they're they're trying to decide if they should say something or not. And Josh decides like, no, we're just going to go dark, yep. so they Let can't blame us it. for playing politics. And you know, they're just uh, it's a risky move. It is, for especially sure. with Vinick. Going on Air Force One with the president, with the president looking all exactly buddy buddy, I but mean. then Vinick uh, accidentally kind of blames the Bartlett administration like, for the federal oh, regulations. Yeah. Crash and burn like, in nope, that press conference. Nope, just listen to the people yeah. and they say not nah. to deviate from your statements. Read like just have we all not learned that yet? Uh, if you were handed a statement, stick to your statement. Stick to the statement. There's a reason. don't answer those questions. No. No, no. Because then we he are. and Bartlett got into it on the plane. Exactly. Air Force One. Yep. Exactly. Head to head. And not necessary. <sighs> Shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, don't do not do it, uh, Vinick. Just don't do it. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, okay, so we've got Josh trying to keep his cool and not say anything. Mm-hmm. And then they're getting antsy because right. they're... Uh, well, yeah. I mean, nobody's picked it up. No one said anything, which is... Probably wouldn't happen in this day and age. There's almost no way. Yeah, probably not. Not anyway. But no one picked it up. But they were um, like sending humans into the nuclear yeah. reactor, and so they were kind of distracted by other things. Slight couple other things happening. But yeah, so then Josh gets nervous and wonders, like, "Hey, should, should we, we yeah. do it ourselves?" And then he, it all hinges on Donna. Donna. Can you imagine that? Oh, too? oh man. We have to make sure our fingerprints are on, on it and it's off the record. So and just here, like Donna. hint and whisper. So yeah. go. Go do it. Like, uh. That's terrifying. No pressure. No. And then to find out that it, anything she was going to say to that woman would have made front page. She's like, if yeah. you give me a headline, it better be good. Yeah. Because it's going on the front so page. So she chooses not to because yeah. mm-hmm. Donna is so smart. And Donna's she, Donna. And she might, might be the MVP of this episode. I mean, really, the, the silent partner that sort of saves the day because... Lord knows what the ramifications would have been if she had done that. But eventually, it, it does it does leak come to the light of day. 
as those things often do. Oh, it was touch and go there it was. for a second. It really was. And then, you know, that definitely is going to affect uh, the voter turnout. Yeah, so then we got to look at the little electoral math, which I love that stuff. I do, too. I don't it's know if it's because in. I like coloring or if I just like, <laughs> I really like strategic planning, and it's like a Rubik's Cube. It really is, yeah. A two, two-dimensional two Rubik's Granted, Cube. Granted, I prefer it when it's going in the direction in which I like seeing it go in. Mm-hmm. Slightly more stressful when it's not, but they ended up with a too close to call. Is that, like, all we're shooting for? I feel like it was kind of a weird thing to end on. I did, too. Uh, and I was going to ask you what you thought about that because everything was – everything they said right up to that point where all these states were pulling out and all this money was being sent to the Santo, Santos campaign. Santos. Santos, Santos. Oh, Santos campaign. And it seemed like there had been a shift. And then you see Josh grab the marker to write on the whiteboard, and I think, oh, he's going to write something Some super sort of profound or yeah, prophetic. Like, this is how we're yeah, going to win. right. And instead, he writes too close to call. Yeah. It was a little bit of a letdown? It would have been... Anticlimactic? It was confusing for me. But I I feel like for smarter people, maybe it... I think we're smart. We're the every woman. We're every woman. There's other... We're like shock and gun. Oh, shock and gun. But it would have been too easy if he had been there like... Putting what was it like blue states up right, instead, exactly, so that yeah. would have been too easy. That would have, right? But I did feel a little strange. Like, why didn't he just say, "Okay, if we can get, we right. just need California, just or we just need these two for the moment for that for it to be that." I don't know. But it's they do have to draw it out a little bit. You know, yeah, we can't be like, "Oh, here's how we're going to wrap it up." That's true. We do have half season left. See what oh. happens. Which cannot even believe. I know we're at this juncture. I, I, Trust Already? me, I know. Ugh. We've been taking our, our sweet time in this last season uh, because we have to. And, yeah, I mean, so was there anything we didn't like? I mean, the, like I said, the Kazakhstan, uh, China stuff. I just don't We didn't discuss, though. Much, but I'm going to jump back for a second. Jump, take we it back. We didn't discuss the opening, the opening scene. What was the opening scene? Dinner. Dinner with who? Uh, with CJ, they were on their date. What? The when and well, the end of the last episode into the beginning oh. of this episode, <laughs> and and the fact that that wasn't touched upon even slightly in this entire episode. Well, what was he going to say? Well, well, I mean, we kind of we, we kind of talked about that. The, I know in the last like, episode. In this, that's there's not even a trace of any sort of. Well, which, she's a little bit I busy, know that, Sarah. But still, I was just like, I wanted to see something. I know. I wanted well, a that's, little. That's par for the course, you know? know. Things are on their way to somewhere, and mm-hmm. then you get derailed by a potentially Poor large CJ, explosion. Though. She doesn't girl get a second. Girl can't to rest. get a break. She can't take a breather. No, she's just she. She just doesn't get any any. She needs, she needs to sign up for whatever job Charlie has that allows him to <laughs> never be there exactly. anymore. Charlie? Oh, oh. It's like, where did Johnny go? Um, <laughs> and Toby's in the middle of being indicted. I really, I thought it was a strong episode. I because miss Toby's presence in this episode. I mean, just. I mean, I miss Toby's presence always. If he's not there, we all know this. It's, it's we know true. how I feel about the Toby. But the I did, I, I missed his presence in this episode because. I feel like he would have just brought something, brought a dynamic to something it that sub- would have been subversive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there was just so much going on. I kind of felt like it was 
pretty well balanced, like the black and white cookie of episodes where you've got like the White House and the campaign yeah. and just the fact that they had to bring Vinick with Bartlett. Like yeah. there was a great way to pull it together. For all the balls that they were juggling and all the things that were in the air, they, uh, they kept the balance pretty well. We also found out that uh, Santos is a Bob Dylan fan. Did we? Yeah. When did in the that? beginning of the episode, he was doing a rock the vote oh, thing. Oh, that's right. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. I really don't know any Bob Dylan. I'm, I'm ashamed to say. You know more than you think you do. I really couldn't name a single song. Blowing in the Wind? No. You, no, you don't know it? No, I don't know it. Well, good news is What's you were the only person not disappointed when you saw, if you were at the show I was at, seeing him play that song because he did it so completely differently than the original that no one recognized Oh wow! in the wind and people booed. Oh, that's By the way, you sad. don't boo Bob Dylan. No, he's just Bob Dylan. You just, but, you just listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else did we have in this episode? We had Will Bailey trying to control the information flow. As per usual. But that's a lot on him, too, because he was the only voice out from the White House about everything. So he was trying to make sure there were no leaks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he definitely did his job. I, he's great as a press secretary. He, really is he should great. have always kind of been the press he, secretary after, after CJ. CJ. Yeah. He really should have. He handles it well. He weathers the storm. Yeah. He's good at being coy. I feel like here's a question for people who watch C SPAN more than I do. Are those. Are there those? Yes, people? there are. There are plenty of those people. Okay. I watch. I, I watch, I watch the fake news. Okay, <laughs> I just watch for filibusters. Uh, are they ever sassy and coy like on the West Wing? I feel like they are not. I I feel like I've seen moments that like get put on YouTube or something and go briefly viral where someone says something a little snarky. Um, but I, I've never seen it. I yeah. I feel like. The West Wing has glamorized took little, that. Uh, took a little license, bit of maybe. creative license. I don't know. I, I just think I would watch C-SPAN a lot more if it was written by Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> it's, oh, of course. I would watch, like, the reading of a phone book if it was written by Aaron Sorkin. Oh. Good gracious. I, what el- I mean, what else do we have well, to cover? Good news is Southern California didn't get demolished. True. No explosion. No they were able to defuse the situation. Yep, they handled that well. I mean, we do have Kazakhstan and China and Russia they might have simultaneously. To, we're not sure. They might have to send in 90,000 troops or something. Which seems like an awful lot to me. Um, I just don't care about that storyline. No, I, I don't either. It's like a lot to keep... Tr- it's weird because... We are like praising the fact that we don't see the action on screen, but for some reason it's for hard for me like to like that, keep that need, straight yeah. when it's just like geopolitical and who wants what. Because and it has no, there's no human face. No, of that's it. what it like is. I think, early yeah. in early seasons there would be like a Mr. Willis of Ohio, and you'd right. understand like, oh, this is how this plays out, or there's some guy who's about to be executed in yep. the capital punishment episode. Yeah, you know. And this, mean, it's like they're fighting over oil. They could go to war, and you're like. Okay, that sounds so, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's no human element to it that makes you connect yeah. and stay interested in it. And maybe that's, well, won't say anything for future episodes, but yes, oh. I agree. It's not a plot line that I really felt connected to at all, nor did I care and about. It's, exactly. And it's lasted a long, long time, time. Too long at this point. Yeah. They used to be more self-contained episode yeah. episodes. It's just like, it's almost starting to feel like they just didn't have anything else to fill that spot in the episode. So we're just going to keep talking about it. I don't know. They could have added a little more Josh and Donna, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens in the next episode. The next episode is going to be... 
us just having a slumber party chat about the cold because it's amazing. I'm, I'm, I can't say anything. No, you can't. I don't. should just not talk, except this is a podcast. <laughs> and so. we, we get bad ratings when we just don't talk. And oh. sometimes when we do talk, but it's really just a, <laughs> it's a mixed bag. You know, you win some, you lose some. Well, you're in for a real treat next week, folks. Oh, yep. Next next or episode. Next, episode. <laughs> next week. Like it's, like, it's on TV right now. Yeah, you Tune know, we got to craft it. It yeah. doesn't exist yet. No. Uh, if we had to pick an MVP... You know, I, I, I'm going to go with Donna. She was very. I mean, it was. It was. CJ seems obvious. Pivotal. Yeah. I don't. I want. I want to say Bartlett though, because okay. I felt like having him at the helm really made me feel. Yeah. Taken care of in my soul. Yeah. No, that's true. And because we haven't had him there, like flexing his muscle. It is in the a first while. time you've, you've seen it in a minute. I think. But I think between he and Donna, the right things happen. I was impressed by Donna's ability to be given that responsibility and make a decision in a moment that went opposite of what she was told to do Mm -hmm. and to be so certain that she was doing the right thing. And she defied Josh. And she completely defied Josh. And she was right. And to me, that takes some guts and... And growth as a character. Yes. Far from, like, making copies and... A lot. I mean, can you believe where she started in making that kind of decision? It's like a different person. It is. So, for me... that it was a very small moment, really. Mm-hmm. She wasn't in very much of the episode, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but that she's my MVP. She's all of our MVPs. MVP of my heart. Indiana. I mean, I'd probably find a way to pick Toby if he was in this episode. <laughs> so let's be real. You know how I feel about Toby and I know. being MVP. But guess when you're being indicted, maybe they should do a spinoff of The West Wing focused on Toby, like Better Call Saul did for Breaking Bad. What? Better Call Saul. Is that what... It's the spin-off. Is, are they Saul related? Lawyer. Yeah. Oh, I've never seen Breaking Bad. Oh, I don't know Bob Dylan, and I, I've God. never seen Breaking Bad. Please I, tweet her. I only watch The West Wing. Please and tweet her and tell her. Project Runway. I don't know. All I'm saying is, after those West Wing Season 7 is completed, you might need a new project, and I, Breaking I'm Bad I'm fairly is, confident Breaking Bad will not be okay. the next podcast. It's true. Probably won't. I, it'll probably be a dating podcast. But yes, they, Stay tuned. They do uh, have the, the, the spinoff. <laughs> So I could totally I'd be I'd get behind a Toby spinoff, for sure with some cameos by Charlie. Yes, yeah. it's oh, let's call it Ballers. <laughs> so the premise is they're gonna be like sports agents. You, you guys see? listening? Anyone and then there? the Rock is gonna yeah. be there just for kicks because the Rock is everywhere. All and the time. he's the highest paid actor. And what's that about? Yeah, when did that, that is happen? Wrong. It is when morally happen? Morally How wrong is in my that book. Possible. He might be a very nice man. I'm but sure he seems like a delightful human. Sure but he does. Where on earth did that no, come from? I I don't. Anyway, too fast, too that's furious. Another story makes me furious. For another time. Okay. Um, all right. Well, if you guys have thoughts or questions uh, about the West Wing or this episode or no, just about those things, yeah. uh, you can email us at the West Wing Podcast at gmail.com. You can also send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Wing and a Pod. I'm sorry that our posts have been light this summer. I have been touring basically the entire summer. So I'm just lucky we have a podcast still. Um, we love you guys a lot, though, and we'll talk to you next episode. Bye. Bye.